Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining us today at SAIT in Calgary. My name is Alexia Carion, and I am a SAIT graduate and an international student. Now I am a student assistant and volunteer coordinator at SAIT's International Center. It is my pleasure to be the MC for today's event. To get started, I'll invite the Minister of Advanced Education, Dimitrios Nikolaidis, to the podium to share an exciting announcement regarding international education. Minister Nikolaidis. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and um, welcome. Uh, first and foremost, uh, uh, President Ross, thank you for hosting us here on site, especially after last time. I mean, President Ross, I think, was a little bit nervous. Uh, he let me do a cooking demonstration in the kitchen, and I told him I was going to be setting it on fire, and he got really nervous, but we're back. We didn't burn anything down, and so thank you for letting us uh, come back uh, on campus after that. Although it was very tasty, uh, so a little flambe action never hurt anybody. Um, but uh, I want to provide a little bit of context, of course, with respect to today's announcement, which I'm really excited for and really honored to be able to be in this position to make this uh, what I believe to be a, a historic and significant announcement. Um, you know, over the past few weeks, as many of you may have noticed, I've been uh, announcing various investments into post-secondary education to support the Alberta 2030 Building Skills for Jobs strategy. Uh, so this is a new 10-year strategic plan for post-secondary education. And from what I'm told, it's the first time in over a decade that the province has a strategy for post-secondary education. It's an effort to ensure that our system provides our students with the skills, knowledge, and competencies that they need to be successful in their future career aspirations. To support this strategy, earlier this spring, I announced $171 million in new funding over three years to create 10,000 new spaces at our incredible post-secondary institutions. I've been told that this represents the single largest targeted enrollment expansion of seats in Alberta history. We also very recently announced 15 million over three years to expand apprenticeship education to create 300 new seats in apprenticeship programs. These program expansions are key goals of the Alberta 2030 strategy. A key part of that strategy is to improve access to post-secondary education. And of course, I think we can all agree by adding 10,000 additional spaces, we are ensuring that every Albertan has the opportunity to access post-secondary education right here at home. Another critical part of the Alberta 2030 strategy was to strengthen internationalization. We want to show the world that Alberta is a leading destination for top talent in terms of innovation and skill development. As of 2018, Alberta only had 5% of all international students in Canada, whereas other provinces such as Ontario had 49% and BC 23%, again, of all international students in Canada. And so as you can see, Alberta lags far behind other provinces with respect to our competitiveness in attracting international students. And so in 2020, we got to work 
and we unveiled Alberta's first international education strategy, which sets out a blueprint as to how we can attract and develop global talent. Now, I should note, a key part of the strategy is not just attracting international students, but also creating more opportunities for domestic learners to participate in international exchanges abroad. There are a host of benefits from international education. Prior to the pandemic, international students contributed over $1 billion to Alberta's economy, supporting over 13,000 jobs across the province. Of course, when students in Alberta have the opportunity to participate in exchanges abroad, they bring global skills back home as well. In 2019, nearly a quarter of all graduate and doctoral students in Alberta were international students. And in STEM, they represented almost half of all graduate learners. Every day, international talent is helping Alberta solve challenges in healthcare, technology, agriculture, and more. Internationalization, as I mentioned, also creates new opportunities for Albertans to participate in study abroad programs, field studies, and co-op placements. And as someone who's uh, participated in international education opportunities, I can speak uh, very highly to the benefits of studying and learning abroad as well. And so I think we can all agree that international education is mutually beneficial for our province, for Albertans, and for international students themselves. And that is why we are here today. And I'm very happy to announce the establishment of the Alberta International Bureau of Education and an investment of $1.5 million to assist the new bureau in its foundation. $1 million of the $1.5 will be used to help establish and operate the Alberta Bureau of International Education, or as we have started to refer to at the department uh, more colloquially as ABBY, which I think is a great acronym. And another 500,000 had been previously allocated to assist in research and development of this new bureau. ABBY will be an independent, board-governed, non-for-profit organization that will help attract the top-tier international students and talent to contribute to Alberta's growing success. The Bureau will build and expand on the role Alberta's post-secondary institutions already play in attracting and developing the talent and skills Albertans need now and into the future. They will also build partnerships and create possibilities for Albertans to study internationally and gain valuable educational and life experiences. This is a win for Alberta students and a win for our post-secondary institutions. Now, there's also very good reason as to why we're announcing this initiative here at SAIT. They will be responsible, SAIT will be responsible broadly for the establishment of Abbey. And I'd be remiss if I didn't note that it was uh, President Ross who had, um, was very instrumental in the vision behind the creation of Abbey. And for that, President Scott, thank you for your vision and, and foresight. Additionally, and through engagement with other post-secondary institutions, SAIT will work to finalize a funding model that works for the system and works for all post-secondary institutions. 
They will be responsible for ensuring that Abbey follows all relevant national and provincial legislation. The formation of Abbey builds on our international education strategy uh, to make Alberta a leader in attracting talent to drive the growth of skills, ideas, and innovation both locally and globally, while at the same time also providing Albertans with new opportunities to study abroad. In closing, we want all Albertans to have opportunities to develop the skills, knowledge, and competencies they need to succeed. And we want to make sure that Alberta remains a beacon for the best and brightest that the world has to offer. Again, my sincere appreciation and acknowledgement to SAIT for having us here today and to President Ross for your vision and leadership. Thank you all. I look forward to seeing Abby's progress and accomplishments in the years to come. Thank you. Well, good day, everyone, and thank you, Minister, very much for those kind words. Uh, so, for everybody, welcome to SAIT and to the Johnson Cobb Energy Centre. Um, first of all, I'd like to just pause and thank uh, Minister Nicolaitis for his leadership, and really in commitment, and I think we've seen it now over three and a half years, to student success uh, throughout post-secondary, the, the, the post-secondary system, rather, here in Alberta. Uh, the success of our students is critical to the future of the province, and I think I can speak on behalf of the system in thanking Minister Nic Nicolaitis for his support over what has been a very interesting period, and thank you very much. Importantly, though, this $1.5 million uh, investment in the Alberta Bureau of International Education project, uh, the government is, I believe, reinforcing the critical role of internationalization in terms of post-secondary education here in Alberta. Now, the Bureau represents, I think, a very exciting opportunity for Alberta's polytechnics, its colleges, and its universities, and their ability to centralize our perhaps collective value proposition that we offer uh, and expand our capacity to grow and diversify our international footprint as it relates to international education. Like the Minister, I was also an international student and did one of my degrees outside of Canada and I can speak firsthand of how important this is and what perspective it can give Albertans as they participate in what international education has to offer. Now at a pace accelerated by technology and in fact the extraordinary events of the past two years, today's global economy demands individuals, talent, um, and an industry to compete in what we all know as an increasingly interconnected world. Now, in this world, the internationalization of post-secondary education, I believe, is more relevant, more critical than ever. A strong international student population from this will contribute to a rich learning environment on all of our post-secondary campuses. And it will provide opportunities for our students to develop what is, what is, I think, critically necessary, that's cross-cultural awareness, along with uh, the access to international learning opportunities for all Albertans. In addition, uh, international research, uh, as the minister mentioned, study uh, abroad partnerships, 
with industry, with other education institutions around the world, will expand our reach and our reputation. We'll also broaden the world views of our students and our partners and have what I believe is the potential to make real and lasting impact here and further afield. Through an overarching commitment to international education, Alberta's post-secondary institutions help create stronger international ties for this province. These institutions boast the global competitiveness of our region and help bring vital academic, economic, and social benefit to our communities through the acquisition of talent and expertise and innovation, and I think most importantly, ideas. So, with all that, we look forward to collaborating with the Government of Alberta and our other post-secondary partners to promote Alberta as what will be a, and is a first-choice education destination for international learners and in alignment with Alberta's international education strategy. So on behalf of SAIT, we're pleased to support and lead this new initiative as we work to increase international engagement throughout the province. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dr. Ross. In December 2019, I vividly remember standing a meter away from the departure gate, my brother frantically running around the airport halls, unable to quite grasp the weight of my departure. My father giving me a quiet smile, patting my back, and knowing that I'll do well in the ways I can. And of course, my mom fumbling with her purse, looking for the smallest things she could give me as if I were leaving for a stranded island. Napkins, her last squeezed out bottle of sanitizer, a piece of gum for my flight to help pop my ears, she says. Education, the very reason for why I had sought to come to Canada. My, colleague, my colleagues standing right there are here for the same very reason. We've traveled thousands of kilometers to see ourselves here. And that speaks to the weight of education in Canada. A robust education system and one that is recognized worldwide. More so living in Alberta, where the Rockies feels like your backyard, a standard living accessible to newcomers and international students and the community that exists here to which this gathering and SATE is a testament to, brimming with diversity and amalgamation of experiences and varying cultures. Cut to now, October 2022, almost two years after graduating at SATE. My student involvement and efforts were recognized and now has brought me to a place where I see myself as when I was once a student. Every day, being able to work with absolutely talented individuals, students and staff alike, with grit and passion unlike any other. And to that, I say thank you, and that I am in deep gratitude of learning from all of you. And finally, of course, thank you to the International Center itself, because I would not be here without your support. Once again, thank you, everyone. Thank you, Minister and Dr. Ross. This concludes the formal portion of today's announcement. I would now like to invite Mackenzie Kibler, 
to the podium to coordinate the media Q&A. Thank you very much, Alexia. Thank you, Minister and Dr. Ross. We'll now move to the Q&A portion of the announcement. Uh, we will have time for one question and one follow-up. I know that there are a few media here in the room. If you'd like to make yourself uh, present at the mic just next to the cameras, we'll be happy to take any questions in the room before moving online. Uh, I see no one moving to the podium or the mic here in the room, so we'll go online. Operator, can you let our first caller through, please? Janet French, CBC. Hi there. A couple questions for the minister. First of all, do you have any specific goals for international student recruitments, either in raw numbers by certain years, or are you aiming to have Alberta consume a certain percentage of the total number of international students? Uh, sure. Yeah, thank you for the question. Um, we don't have before Abby or in the international education strategy uh, you know, specific numbers of international students that we're, we're hoping to see in Alberta at specific timelines. Although we have set as a broad benchmark um, where, where some of the other provinces are at with respect to international students and looking at that as, uh, as a target that we aspire to. Uh, just broadly, I think as a percentage of total learners, if memory serves me correct, in, in many other provinces such as BC and Ontario, international students account for uh, anywhere around 11, 12 uh, percent of total, uh, the total student population. In Alberta, I believe it's much less at about, uh, at about 5 percent. So we're, we're hoping to see our numbers in comparison with other provinces. So that's a broad benchmark that we're striving to. But again, we're not, we don't have specific uh, numbers of students by specific years or, or that level of granularity. Thank you, Minister. And Janet, do you have a follow-up? I do, and this is about sort of physical capacity of institutions to handle an influx of international students. So, I mean, yes, these students pay higher tuition to, to cover the complete cost because they're usually not publicly funded, but what is publicly funded uh, are the buildings that they learn in. So what kind of investment are you planning on making or a future government planning on making in the construction or upgrade of buildings to try and accommodate that kind of growth in international students? Sure. Well, uh, of course, we, um, you know, every budget cycle, as, as I'm sure you know, we receive submissions from all of our uh, universities, colleges, and polytechnics over uh, uh, capital infrastructure. And um, uh, uh, most years, were, if not all years, we're able to earmark some dollars, you know, in the last uh, budget 2022, just right here at SAIT. We had some dollars um, uh, marked for uh, expansion and redevelopment of some facilities here. Uh, there's also a recent expansion that's underway that the government um, approved uh, at Mount Royal University to refurbish their old library and add in some new spaces. Uh, so we are, we are taking steps and, again, happy to uh, work very closely with the institutions, get their best uh, opinion and analysis whether dramatic new space is needed and where it's needed, and uh, happy to always consider that. But as I'm sure you know uh, as well, Janet, apart from uh, working to grow international students, we also have to be mindful that we have a, a bubble of students moving through the K-12 system. And so we are, that's part of the reason why we have that uh, 10,000, uh, the addition of 10,000 new seats that we're, we're rolling out, and uh, we are looking at uh, capital uh, and physical space 
in the in the current budget cycle, and I, I hope in future budget cycles as well to be able to accommodate that growth and demand. So, the, I guess the short answer is there are also, there are already some projects underway that will add some physical capacity at our institutions, but uh, always happy to consider more in the future. Thank you very much, Minister. I don't believe we have any more callers on the line, so we'll end things there. Thank you very much, everyone, for coming, and have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you.